Welcome to the Disney Challenge Podcast, the news, reviews, opinions, all things Disney and geeky podcast with a warped sense of humor. My name's Dave. And my name's Johanna. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome back. Episode eight. Can you believe it, Joe? Eight? Are I, you serious? I know. It seems like we just started this thing. Who knew? I, yeah. It's like our little baby and he's growing he's up. Growing, he's eight years old. Well, okay. Eight days old. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it is It is kind of weird because we, we, we started this with absolutely no idea of how often we were going to record. Well, we started this with me not wanting to do this. Well, that, you know, that's true. And and now you're kind of taking the helm on, on half the stuff now. You're, you're rocking this well, thing. Well, this is our baby and I'm the mama bear. And well, so there you go. I'm taking care of the baby while you're out drinking in the pub. Well, I, I guess. <laughs> that I don't really drink, but you're definitely the mama bear. So we all know that. Um, hey, what did we do last night, Joe? Oh, great night. We saw Deadpool yes, 2. we did. Uh-huh. And we had cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory. But that's Sh- another I'm thing. on a diet. <laughs> that was your, your cheat meal. Spoilers. It's just half a piece of cheesecake. Uh, yes, we saw Deadpool 2. And, oh, man, I am so happy uh, we get to talk about this today because it's going to be a great review. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, you guys who, if you haven't seen it yet, obviously this is going to be another Dave and Joe spoiler-free review. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably even less or more spoiler-free than our Infinity, War. Infinity Wars. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take it easy on this one. We I, haven't gotten any bad comments, but uh, I'm still trying to just compress or. Uh, compose myself after seeing Infinity <laughs> War. I'm still not quite accepting of what happened. Yeah, I know. I need to see it again just to just to see did, did that really happen. But anyway, Deadpool two. Uh, we're going to talk about that today. Um, that's that's uh, that's a bulk of our show. But we do have some Disney news. So mm-hmm. Joe, what's going on in the wonderful world of Disney news? Well, kind of going into what would Johanna not rather have than money? <laughs> uh, I agree she- with you on this one. <laughs> Well, Disney loves to charge for things now. Uh, they're going to be doing a Pixar Pier premiere event. And this is happening on Friday, June 22nd. Pixar Pier officially opens on Saturday, June 23rd. So this is, yes, a sneak preview. Ooh, we uh, all saw this one coming, didn't we? No kidding. But and we didn't see the next part. <laughs> well, here are the event highlights. Let's try to sell it first before we bash it. Okay. You get the writing credit coaster. Yeah. Which I didn't realize what the storyline was all about. It's the family racing to catch baby Jack Jack. Wait, there's a storyline for a roller coaster. Yes. Only Disney. Yeah, so they're chasing baby Jack Jack. So I thought that was cute. They redone the boardwalk game, so you get to play with that. I don't know if they're oh, gonna that's co- cool. Well, I don't know if it's free. Well, I mean, <laughs> that would be incredible. Of course. Ah, incredible. I'll get it. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Did not do that on purpose. They're going to be photo off with character appearances. Uh, they're going to have a live DJ, uh, food and beverages, and some of them, they changed the food chaos to them really clever names. So, so. it's not just going to be the incredible corn dog? Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, they pretty much also, it's the Pixar Pal Around, Pal Wheel, the Fun Wheel. The Pixar Pal Around. You had yeah. trouble with that one last time. Exactly. <laughs> and of course, the Carousel, which I cannot remember the name of it, and Toy Story Midway will be open. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds great. Um, pretty much, it's a nighttime event. It's going to start at 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. And in case you're not an annual pass holder, it does include admission and includes parking. Oh, so, parking. Here, right, I think They that's must why. have jacked up the price on this one if it includes parking. <laughs> well, here's the bad news. Per person, it's $299. $299. And that's for age of three and up. They don't have a kid price. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dang. I don't know what to think about this one, to be perfectly honest. I mean, 
we paid what we thought was a lot for Star Wars night. I think that was 150, uh, that, 175. I think it, I thought it was only 100. No. <laughs> but can you tell who had the credit card? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean the the Guardians of the Galaxy premiere, which was a whole new, you know, attraction that wasn't I mean, I guess you could say it was just a redone Tower of Terror, but that's it's pretty much a brand new attraction. Well, that's when they really started doing these hard ticket events for uh, premiere nights, preview nights. Yeah, and that was only 150. That was 150 and we got to ride the ride like nine times and they gave out a really cool swag bag as you exited out. Yeah. So when we did the Star Wars night, I totally thought it was going to be just like Mission Breakout and I was disappointed by how many tickets they sold. Yeah, it was just overcrowded and and disappointing. And so now going into this Pixar Pier premiere night, I'm thinking, is it going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy or is it going to be like Star Wars night? Well, only time will tell. And uh, I think this is going to be one that you and I are going to skip. Well, I (laughs) think a lot of people must be thinking the same thing because this went on sale earlier in the week. And they still have tickets available. And that's unusual. They they know they may have priced themselves just a little too high if they still have tickets available a week I mean, later. Honestly, we thought about this. But like, it's cheaper to get a hotel room and just get there early in camp. Yeah. I mean, we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I mean, Pixar Pier is cool. I don't think it's going to be like Star Wars Galaxy Edge where you're not going to be able to get in. It's, it's you know, it's, it's, a, it's a quarter of the entire DCA park. So if you show up any time that weekend, I'm sure it's going to be crowded, but you'll still be able to experience everything. Yeah, it, it's not like, you know, I mean, I'm going to assume, here's my thing with Pixar Pier. All they're doing is just changing the facade. The right. ride itself is not changing, and so... It's not like you won't be able to get on it. I think there's going to do they're going to do some stuff inside the tunnel on the Incredicoaster. Yeah, there's definitely going to be some animation. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, hey, if if if, if you're up for it, uh, two hundred ninety nine dollars. Where do they go for tickets, Joe? Well, you can go to Disneyland.com or was it Disneyland.parks.go. I can never remember that darn. If you just type darn... in Disneyland right, yeah. and hit enter, it'll take you right. It's there. under special <laughs> events. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so special events on the Disney website. Well, um, that's that's it. That's incredible. That's that's all I'm going to say. Again. About that. <laughs> that time it was on purpose. Okay. Um, well, speaking of uh, speaking of of you know premier events, um, they are doing the reserve seating and dining packages. They're now available for the Paint the Night Parade. The Paint the Night Parade has moved over to Disneyland, and uh, although this is kind of interesting, all of the dining reservation packages are at DCA. Hmm. So are they moving it back to DCA? I don't know, but if you get uh, packages at the Carthay Circle Restaurant or the Wine ca- Wine Country Trattoria. Say that three times I fast. know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having trouble with the county um, <laughs> or country. See, I did it again. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, you, the the dining packages, I, I personally think these are kind of the way to go. Um, well, that's because we're lazy and we don't want to wait hours. Well, it's not lazy. It's just we have better things to do than to sit for four or five hours grabbing a spot for a parade that's only going to last, you know, 20 minutes. It's kind of nice because you pretty much get a dinner and a show. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're going to pay a little bit extra because you're going to go for a nice meal um, at at, at one of the great restaurants there. But if you like dining at Disney, hey, this is a great way just to combine and and get yourself something extra. We've done this for the... I, I believe it was when the Paint the Night Parade first appeared. We did that over at, oh, was it Blue Bayou or somewhere? But Maybe. we got, yeah, we got ourselves, uh, and it was really, it was really great seats. So, oh, there he goes. He's howling outside, <laughs> like less less than ten minutes into the podcast. There you go. Uh, that was Dino Cat. For those of you who don't know, 
He's our cat that howls outside the door. I, I have heard that nobody can, or people have told me they can't really hear him. They hear yeah. you meowing. I'm filling in the blanks. <laughs> there you go. It's just uh, encouraging him. But anyway, uh, so, uh, oh, so supposedly, according to the email that I got from Disney um, under Passholder News, they say they're, they're premiering a new Incredibles float in June. And there wasn't much information on this because I thought they already premiered the new Incredibles I've float. I've seen pictures and videos yeah, already. Yeah, but maybe it's a new, new, once the movie comes out, I'm thinking and maybe they're going to add an extra character. that, Or like an extension. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Or maybe they're just going to redo it. Or maybe they're just not, one hand's not talking to the other over at Disney. <laughs> so that's it. Well, over, uh, in case you haven't been to the park in the last few days, uh, there's that area in the Ventureland called Aladdin's Oasis. Ah, yes. Which used to be cool, but lately all it's just become is this dark space with, I think, a family bathroom. And that's pretty much it. Well, they do a photo up there occasionally, well, but it's just it's that. just kind of in the doorway. Well, they finally closed it down. And what's going to be happening is that they're going to turn it into like a refreshment area called Tropical Highway, Hideaway, excuse me. And hopefully they're going to be, the rumors are they're going to serve Dole Whip, skewers, and other refreshments. And hopefully that will make that whole walkway a little bigger because they do plan on expanding it. Oh. Yeah. I've seen pictures of it and that's, it's huge. That's totally different. So are, do you think they're going to move? The Dole Whip stand? No, I think they're just going to expand on it because right now that line where you buy the Dole Whip is so long. So if they serve it in several places, same thing with Bengal Barbecue, that line's always really long. Yeah. So they offer an alternative option to go to. That'd be pretty cool. That would be, oh my God. I, you know, I I actually, I was completely mistaken when I first heard about this. I thought it was going to be a full service restaurant. Mm Mm-mm. Oh, so it's just going to be like a like a little Adventureland food court. It's a rest stop. How cool. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll do some Jungle Cruise uh, uh, tour guides. Or not tour Well, the guys talking. That'd be really cool for like a character there was an interaction. I- there was an idea that I heard on another podcast years and years and years ago where they had this concept for uh, somebody came up with it. It was for a Jungle Cruise skipper. Uh, comedy club. Oh, really? And it, they, basically, they get comedians and they dress them up as Jungle Cruise skippers, and they get up there and they do and they do stand up comedy. It, it sound, I mean, that that was, that was just a great idea, but of, I don't think Disney would ever go for something like that. And when they can have Mike Wazowski tell bad Mike jokes at, at Disney World, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that that is cooler than I thought, um, and definitely cooler than this news. Uh, Disney pass holders, uh, right now, you can get up to twenty percent off select rooms at Disneyland Resort hotels if they're booked most (laughs) emphasis on most Sunday through Thursdays from now until June 14th. But Hey, maybe we can use that for Pixar pier premiere night. Maybe, (laughs) but that, yeah, if if we go Sunday through Thursday and that's probably not included. Well, actually it's no, because it ends June 14th and that's, yeah, June 23rd. Uh, good idea. Maybe we can use it for the Disney challenge, (laughs) but, uh, um, there was, uh, th- this is actually cooler than, than most just, you know, cause if you're a Disney pass holder, you already get a percentage discount off of uh, your hotel room. If you stay at any of the three Disney hotels, but this includes a fast pass, one fast pass per member of your party and one $20 dining certificate per reservation. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. So it's, it's a little bonus. Obviously this is a slow time mm-hmm. for, uh, for Disney. And, uh, if you book before May 24th, you can take advantage of that. Check out the website, uh, under probably reservations for details on that. I like that. We've stayed at, at now, and we can finally say we've stayed at all three yes. Disney resort hotels. What's your favorite? Well, I think my favorite has to be the Grand California. 
Yeah, that was an it was a beautiful, amazing room. hotel. Mm-hmm. Probably, I would agree on the nicest rooms. Um, but I, I have to be honest, my favorite still the Disneyland hotel. There's just something well, magical about there, that. What I loved is I noted the headboard for the bed, and yep. there was a button, and I'm like, the oh, I gotta push button. <laughs> I gotta push the button. <laughs> And all of a sudden, there are lights twinkling. It's like I think they're at the castle, or just like little firework lights twinkling, and it played. Oh goodness! When you wish upon a star. Oh, I was just like, I did not know about this. And yep. Dave, of course, like I knew. <laughs> well, I didn't know about that, but I, I knew about. Well, I, I, I kind of could tell by looking at the headboard that something magical mm-hmm. was was there. But uh, yeah, I mean, Disneyland Hotel just has so many. It has so much history. It has so many little nooks and crannies. Well, I think also that was the most. I guess you can say. Disney because there were hidden Mickey's everywhere. Yeah. Where Grand California is just very elegant. It's just like if you want the ultimate, I mean, I can't really say five star resort, but if it if it is, it's if it's not, it's close to. Mm-hmm. And it is just absolutely amazing. That's where you go to spend a really, really nice anniversary or something like that. And just especially if you got a little bit of time, it's, yes. it's definitely cool. Well, you can take because the restaurants are fabulous there. Oh, the Storytellers Cafe, um, I think it was at Napa, Napa Rose. Rose. Yep. Recommended recommend recommending, excuse me. Yeah. If you have time, dine at those restaurants. Yeah, even Whitewater Snacks is cool, too, if you just mm-hmm. want something poolside. They actually just redid their menu not too long ago, and they got a lot of great things. I stopped by there one time when I was confirming uh, questions for the Disney for the mini Disney challenge, and it was like the day they had just rolled out their new menu, and one of the uh, managers was there trying to talk me into trying everything, and it was unfortunately one of the weeks I was going keto, so I couldn't would, eat anything Would this had. be a future eat it segment? Uh, it might be. It okay. Might be. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of old news now. Well, uh, that is that. Hey, cool. Um, so what's what's what else do we have for Disney news? Well, Jill? we got back Halloween time over at Disneyland. Uh, it starts September seventh through obviously Halloween October thirty first. Not 31st. so scary Halloween. I think Mickey's not so scary. It's the name over in Magic Kingdom, is it not? Uh, it's the one out here too. Oh, okay. I but know I know the they have two different names. Yeah. And in case you haven't gone there before, it's a fun event. Obviously, for the kids and the adults, they can dress up. Yep. There is a ton of trick-or-treating everywhere. Of course, a lot of photo opportunities with the characters dressed you know, in Halloween costumes. We got our picture taken with Jack Skellington and Sally. Sally. That mm-hmm. was the impressive costume was Jack. Yes. And of course, you can ride Haunted Mansion Holiday, Space Mountain, Ghost Galaxy will be coming Ooh, back. Ghost Galaxy. I will be closing my eyes on that one. <laughs> And uh, tickets are going on sale really, really, really soon for that. Uh, it, for annual pass holders, there's a pre-sale, and that starts June 5th. So mark your calendars. And I don't, oh, man, I don't have the date for when tickets go to this, go on sale oh. for the general oh. public. I am so sorry. Well, you could just say, you know, keep up to date on the Disneyland website. And uh, tickets will, but they are going on sale soon. Yeah, tickets so are going on sale soon. But if you don't want to spend the money to uh, purchase the tickets. They are doing stuff over at California Adventure that is just included in the regular park admission. You know, Buena Vista Street is going to have Halloween decorations. Carthay Circle will be decorated. But what's really what it's known for is that Carthland will be celebrating Halloween. Get a hall. As like, in cars, as in cars hall. Wah, yeah. wah. They premiered that last year. I remember they they talked about it at D twenty three, and they we we got to see it last year. It was really mm-hmm. cool. Well, they convert some of the rides. They changed the music for Halloween music. Mater's junkyard jamboree. It's going to be Mater's graveyard jamboree. Oh, oh the puns. <laughs> and Luigi's rock rollickin' roasters. It's going to be changed to Luigi's hunkin' Halloween. But here's the thing I love the most: is that Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. 
it's going to be transformed. Oh, are they doing into, it again? Yes, Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters, Monsters After, After Dark. Dark. And yes. to me, that was the win. That was so much fun. And we made it a point to get Max the Fast Passes that day, the Max Pass. We got the Max Pass for that. Just for, for that, that one ride. Yeah, and, and that, it, was, that was totally worth it. Because I remember at 3 o'clock when the Fast Passes were starting to be handed out, there was already an hour-long line just to get a Fast Pass. And you and I were just sitting behind Flo's V8 Cafe. And 3 o'clock, you just went boop. Okay, I got us tickets. I think pretty <laughs> I much fifteen minutes after it converted yeah, into Monsters yeah. After Dark, our yeah. fast passes if you, were good. If you if you don't already have Max Pass on your annual pass, I would highly recommend uh, getting it for that day. Well, it's ten dollars. Yeah, it's totally worth it. Totally. Yep, for sure. Oh man, that is that is cool news. So it, at at Disneyland, they have the Mickey's um, Not So Scary, which is a hard ticket event. But at DCA on the same nights, it will be there. There's no hard ticket. It's just regular admission. Yes. Okay, so at least there's something to do for everybody. We got to experience the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. It was a couple of years ago. And well, it was uh, a birthday gift for you. Yeah, it was. And 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 because, well, because of that, we lushed out. We we totally did. We did the we did the Blue Bayou dining experience with Dr. Facilier. Mm-hmm. And and right here on our Disney wall I can still see that awesome uh unique print that they gave out. And that it was night. a uh, very special, I think it was a three course dinner. Yeah. Which was so good. It was Dr. Facilier. I mean, yeah. come on, like the coolest villain in all and of Disney. And then they had, was it the Cadaver Dance? The Cadaver Dance performed. Singing, and that was, we got a little private concert. Uh, but then also. The Pirates came in and did some stuff. For the, I was curious about this because it was a long dinner. Like, what about the kids and trick-or-treating? They handed each of us a giant bag of candy. Giant bag. Oh, my goodness. We used it to give out the trick-or-treaters on Halloween. We did. You can yeah. save yourself 20, 30 bucks if, <laughs> if you go, uh, because then you get a full bag of candy that you can hand out on Halloween. But don't forget, we also got reserved seating for the fireworks. We did. Yes. Although, I, I will admit, that was the most disappointed I've ever been in, in one of the reserved seatings, because it was right... Uh, we were seated uh, right by the partner statue, which is great because we're right in front of the castle. But unfortunately, that tree that tends to block the fireworks mm-hmm. and, you know, if, uh, on Main Street, you know which one I'm talking about. Uh, well, there's a couple of them. If you're in front of the partner statue, uh, the one that the, the fireworks are shot right behind that was really blocking our view. And when the Jack Skellington balloon shows up to kind of narrate the fireworks, we couldn't see it at all. Mm-hmm. So that was a little uh, bummer, but what are you going to do? But still, it was <laughs> nice. Remember the escort of this? Yes. To, <laughs> they, with like the cast member, I think, dressed like a ghoul and he had like the yeah, lantern. Yeah, the lantern oh, <laughs> walked us across the park. I felt so VIP that day. Yeah, didn't it, it, it made up for it for sure. Well, that's cool. That is our Disney news for this week. And uh, good news. Yeah, it's all good news. It's yeah. all good news. Two ninety nine, except for two ninety nine. <laughs> that's that's just. And if you decide to pay, the, news. I'm just curious. If you decide to pay for this event and you go, please leave us a comment somewhere on Facebook underneath this podcast for and sure. Let us know was it worth the was value? Was it worth two ninety nine? Because because you know what the rumor is right now, what people are starting to spread already, even though Disney has mentioned nothing, is they're jacking the price of this one up to two ninety nine. Because mm-hmm. next year there's going to be the Galaxy's Edge premiere party, yep. and they're already anticipating the tickets are going to be anywhere from four to five hundred dollars for that. <sighs> Unbelievable. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry, Disney. You've got all of our money already. There's no more money left to give you. <laughs> I mean, and the expensive. We're complaining for two ninety nine just for two of us. Can you imagine a family of four? Oh, it's yeah. I, I, I can't even imagine annual passes for a fa- family of four. Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah, it's it's insane. But hey, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. They they definitely know how to make money. Well, speaking of making money, I, I can only <laughs> imagine 
how well Deadpool 2 is going to do. Do you think it's going to topple Infinity War? I think because most of the people have already seen Infinity War, I uh-huh. think it has a very good chance of taking over the box office. Yeah. However, I think there was some bad planning because Solo comes out next week. Solo does come out next and week. And we know Solo is going to annihilate Deadpool 2 yeah, behind. And, 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 it's, and it's, you know, yeah, they are from two different studios, but now that Disney owns Fox Studios... It's like technically, you know, Dis- Deadpool is a Disney princess. You know, <laughs> all you can say. Get him a tiara. It's all yeah. It's all part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I, I guess they're kind of just looking at it as like, ah, it's still Disney. Fox. Now, do I think it's going to do well? And maybe it'll be number two. Yeah. Oh, it'll. I'm sure it will. I mean, it's it, it's always interesting that when a rated R movie becomes the number one movie in America, wasn't uh, the what is it the the, the silent. Um, uh, a Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. Was, was uh, that rated R? That, well, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would assume so as a horror movie, but it, who knows? It might be PG-13. I don't remember, but that one was number one for a while. That so. was a surprise hit. I that did was a not sleeper, think, yeah. I mean, just watching the previews, all I kept thinking is, nope, nope, uh, not going to happen. You can't pay me. But so many people saw it, and they really enjoyed it. So yeah. that was... Definitely, I think it was a sleeper hit. Yeah, if you like to get the you-know-what scared out of you, that is the one to go to. But Deadpool, not so scary. (laughs) I don't know. There was one scene that everybody went, ah, and closed their eyes. (laughs) Well, (laughs) scary, gross, just wrong. Um, So, But that is why we're talking about it on a Disney podcast is, you know, it kind of all falls into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Although technically not the MCU, let's just say it falls into the greater Marvel Universe You know what? Now. I see accounts because they did the introductory Marvel intro with the Marvel logo, yep. and Stan Lee makes an appearance, so kind I of. think it counts. <laughs> Spoilers. Kind of. Uh, yeah. Um, so tell us what, give us a synopsis. For, for those of you who, oh, Deadpool, um, they made a movie out of it, and, and this is a sequel, what's a little synopsis that the people, and, and the, again, this is going to be a spoiler-free synopsis as well as a spoiler-free review. So we're just going to tell you what you could see by either going and watching the previews or, mm-hmm. you know, or, or just reading anything online about it before it came out. Well, there's apparently this child that Deadpool wants to protect from the villain, which is Cable. Mm-hmm. Cable being a pretty cool villain. Uh, yeah. Star, uh, starring Josh Brolin, who, oddly enough, with Thanos, with Thanos. in Affinity War. So they that's didn't funny. let that one pass. <laughs> so Deadpool, unlike, you know, he always likes to work alone, he forms what he calls the X-Force. Yep. Get it? X-Force, X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> to basically protect this child. Now, they never really gave away why this child needs to be protected or what, why Cable wants to go after him. Well, at least not till the end, and that, that would be a spoiler, so we're not going to exactly. talk about that. Exactly. So that's... A, Pretty much the summary. Yeah, it's 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 a very popular Deadpool plotline mm-hmm. where Deadpool gets involved in trying to do the right thing, and usually just ends up battling with a, <laughs> a an enemy that is equally matched. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, there was a a comic book run that came out a little while ago. It was Deadpool versus Old Man Logan. And you can just see, of course, Deadpool and Wolverine. You know, those are the oldest uh, enemies, you know, in, in mm-hmm. the book. Um, but what was funny about uh, that was they teamed up at one point and then their enemies again. It just kept going back and forth. So I kind of expected that this movie, you know, Cable is probably the most famous Deadpool. I'm not going to say enemy, he's more of a frenemy. And in any Deadpool, Cable is either going to be with or against Deadpool. So that was kind of great going into it because he's one of the most famous Deadpool, uh, let's just say, other characters. 
And to see those two going at it in a battle was just going to be incredible. Um, of course, watch the movie. You find out how that whole story um, comes about. The X-Force. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, just just by watching the trailers, you can tell that the X-Force was going to be like a bunch of misfits. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. I mean, they're, not, they're definitely not as cool as like the X-Men characters. And they have full control of their mutant powers. I mean, this was just a bunch of just... Bumbling. You know what it reminded me? It reminded yeah, me of it, that, uh, that that Ben Stiller, Mystery Men. Yes. It was it was like these were <laughs> the, these were the superhero rejects. <laughs> but I mean, just the movie itself was, would you say, as good as Deadpool One? Well, I'm biased. I love origin stories. Sure. So um I just thought Deadpool One was just like an inch better than Deadpool Two. However, I will say it had everything that I loved about Deadpool One and more. Yeah. I mean, just the jokes, especially with Deadpool and, you know, like you said, Wolverine. Uh-huh. They kept that going. I love how Deadpool continually breaks the fourth wall. Yes. Even more so in this movie. Yes. Uh, it, to, to me, it was it was just as funny. Um, I, I, I made the analogy last night. I said I laughed harder at Deadpool 1, but I think I laughed longer at Deadpool 2. Like, there, the scene was over, and I was still laughing. Yes. You and I were cracking up. In our seats, but I think it was almost you. You kind of had a good explanation. It was uh, that I was laughing harder at Deadpool one because you didn't really see it coming because no. it was a whole new experience seeing a rated R comic book movie. Well, unless you read the comic books, you really have no idea what Deadpool's like. And so, like, I went into it going, "Okay, <laughs> um, I can tell he's slightly sarcastic." Slightly. <laughs> But then watching Deadpool 1, I was like, what did I just watch? Yep. That was awesome. And so going into Deadpool 2, I already had an idea of what he was like. So I was anticipating it, but it was still funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was still like new, and there were definitely some things that I did not anticipate. Sure. So it was, I mean, definitely it's one of the, this will be on my rotating list of movies I'll watch again. Oh, yeah. We were even saying after finishing the movie, like, I could see that again, yeah. like right away. I, I said the exact same thing with Deadpool too. I was ready to go back in and watch it again. Because, you know, you miss so much because you're laughing so hard or the audience is laughing. And it was, it was same thing with Avengers Infinity War. Everybody was laughing at so many parts. Mm -hmm. So you miss a lot of the dialogue. But this movie, um, un, you know, a lot of times what happens with the sequel is it's the standard hey, the first movie did well, so let's pump out a sequel right away and let's triple the budget. And that was everybody's concern. In fact, that was why the original director left is because of the creative differences. He didn't want to make a sequel that was just triple the budget, more explosions and more CGI. He kind of wanted to keep it to the original formula, which was let's work with what we have. But mm, you know what? Ryan Reynolds wanted to go in a different direction. The writers, the producers, everybody wanted to, hey, you know what? Let's spend the money. Let's make it bigger. And of course they did. And there's always the worry when that happens, that is it going to impose on itself to mm -hmm. use a well, very weird family guy reference? Deadpool even makes a joke when there is a battle scene between two big characters. <laughs> of like, here's the CGI battle big, sequence. Big CGI fight. <laughs> so they acknowledged that it was going to be a big budget film, yeah. but they kept the heart. They really did. Uh, it 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 had it had all the heart of the original. It had all of the uh, all of the, all of the quick witted, the great great writing, mm -hmm. and, and then of course, I mean, just phenomenal acting. Again, yeah. Josh Brolin playing you know any major character. And I was so happy they brought back so many of the characters from Deadpool One. It was like the first like twenty thirty minutes was almost nothing, but I mean, aside from you know him 
often a bunch of dudes, you mm-hmm. know, as you, as you come to expect. It was just pretty much a whole recall of like the first movie. Well, they brought so, back, like, was it ne- Negasonic T- Teenage Warhead? Negasonic Teenage Colossus, Warhead. Yep. Of course, Vanessa. Yes. And then Dopinger. Y- yes. Dopinder. Dopinder. <laughs> of course. Of course. Our have- favorite Indian taxi driver. <laughs> so oh. that was great to see them back. Yeah. And uh, speaking of of the characters, I mean, who uh, old characters, new characters, who were your favorite characters in this movie? Well, he cracked me up so much in the first movie, and he had a bigger role in this second movie with Dopinger. Dopinder. Dopinder, yeah. yes. And <laughs> what was so funny about him was that in the first movie, I mean, obviously he was so shell-shocked. Oh, what the heck is going on? Who's this guy in the red suit jumping, <laughs> literally jumping in his cab? But in the second movie, as I joked, he got a taste for blood. <laughs> that's, now, that's, a, that's a running, <laughs> a running segment in Deadpool. Now too. he wants to be a superhero or a mercenary, so <laughs> that just keeps going on. Like, oh, can I have a gun? Go back to the go back to the cab. <laughs> he does. He's so great in this movie. Um, I, I personally, I, 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 I was not expecting to like Domino. As mm-hmm. much as I did. And that, of course, is one of the new uh, members of X-Force. And <laughs> one of the new members of the X-Force. Um, Domino, uh, it, it, it's funny because, you know, of course, right before a big comic book movie comes out, if you read comic books, they just released. Uh, it's now up to issue two of Domino has her own her own series now. She's been in and out of the Deadpool universe, but now she has her own book. Um, and and I actually really, really like the comics. I was like, oh, that's interesting, finding out what exactly her, her superpower is, um, which they just kind of... Oh, overly explain or, or not, not overly explain, really barely explain that it's, it's, she has good luck and that yeah. becomes a point of contention between her and Deadpool, as you've seen in the trailers. Uh, but the way that they were playing her in the trailers, I thought she was going to be portrayed very different. She was so likable. Well, you thought she was just going to be like cold. Yeah. Kind of cold and sarcastic. Maybe indifferent. And, and, and no, she was just, she was lovable. She was incredible. I mean, uh, man, they they cast that one so right because to have a character like that, uh, Zazie Bates is is the name of the actress. She was just fantastic mm-hmm. as Domino, and it just it kind of cements her. If they're gonna if they're gonna, do, I mean, obviously you know they're gonna do another sequel. Um, she she has to come back. She was right. fantastic. So uh, what a, there, there, there were so many other good parts. What was your other favorite character? Well, in terms of new characters, um, this one was not really highlighted in the trailers, but there's another member of X Force. <laughs> And he's called the Vanisher. And I'm not going to really go into what his mutant powers is, but you can probably kind of figure out by the name Vanisher. <laughs> just saying. Just, just, just use your imagination at this but point. What was very surprising about it is that, like you said, they didn't really emphasize who this character or introduce him in the trailer. And there's a very specific reason why. Yeah, yeah. Because when they finally show who the actor is, both Dave and I just looked at each other and went, did that just happen? Yeah. If you don't want spoilers, do not read Internet Movie Database because. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was surprised that they credited him. Yeah. They, they, they credited an actor for playing the Vanisher, which which is just funny in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but, we made it. I was staring at the at the credit. Because <laughs> you're see. like, they're not going to credit him. That's a cameo. Because it was really just a cameo. But it, yeah, fantastic uh, use of just 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 comedy. Well, there. You almost miss him for a split second. Yeah. And 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 who who was the other uh, member of the X Force that you did see that uh, Peter, Peter. <laughs> just the guy with absolutely no secret powers? Well, in the trailer they show that Deadpool is kind of doing auditions. Yeah, 
And Peter just comes in and it's just like, well, it seemed kind of cool. Seemed kind of cool. You're in. (laughs) Exactly. And then then Dopinder was not happy about that. Right. So, oh. What about you? Did you have any other characters? uh, I mean, geez, you know, well, again, my... My love for Josh Brolin is 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 now well known, and and Cable is just such a cool character. To well, begin you with. read the comics, but, so um, you really know a lot about him. Yeah, there was another character that I really liked, but I I would I, I would just be on the border of uh of of giving something away because they introduce another um another X Men, if you will, and and so I don't want to I, I don't want to spoil it, but mm-hmm. you know who was was another one of my favorites. She was just really funny, and that cat is about to burst the door down. <laughs> it's gonna become a raptor here. Yes. All of a sudden, it's gonna be like The Shining. All of a sudden, you're just gonna see this major claw come through the door, and you're just gonna see his head pop Ooh, through. Shining meets Jurassic Park. <laughs> that would be a good movie. Anyone who's in production, take notes. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Uh, but I gotta say, in terms of characters, um, there was definitely one character that um, I don't know if I should say or not because if it's going to give it away well that the I had kid. a hard the, I had a hard time being attached to the kid and liking the kid whose name is Russell and um you know this is the kid that they're all grouping together to try to save and at times I kind of looked at Dave and went I really don't care if he lives or dies. <laughs> <laughs> you have a you have a thing when it comes to characters. Your your biggest thing is they have to be likable, mm-hmm. and and that was definitely like I I, I thought you'd like Domino more because she was so likable. But uh, yeah, whenever a character is not likable, you say uh, you know, and 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 it's tough because you know you have a younger actor playing somebody who you don't really know. Are they a hero or are they a villain? Are they good? Are they bad? What's their intention? Everybody says they're bad, but Deadpool's trying to save them. So it's just one of those characters that it's kind of hard. He had his moments. Uh, I felt the actor could have taken some broader choices and and made himself a little bit more likable. But you know what? Well, as I kind of said, to me, he was kind of like a... a a kid throwing a, t- a temper tantrum, a temper a tantrum, yeah. almost a little spoiled in that sense of like, well, I want to do what I want. Yeah. Kind and of. It's, it's just like, um, uh, somebody put him in the corner. Yeah. But you know? ultimately he, he, he definitely tied the whole story together and, well, obviously. and, you know, made it, made it what it was all about. But even, even taking that entire plot line out, you just have two hours was it? Yeah, it was. It, it was, was an <laughs> hour and 50, hour 55. Yeah. It was two hours of just nonstop Deadpool humor. Well, it kind of reminded me, and I made this reference point. It was almost like the Terminator in a comedy form. <laughs> kind of. Because here's the Terminator, you know, coming to get this kid, like Terminator 2. Yep. And there's the other Terminator being Deadpool, who's protecting the kid. So if you like Terminator Two, yeah. a very snarky yeah. comedic if you ever sense of humor, see a, you know, a, a, a very, a very uh, comic uh, relief version of of Terminator Two. That that's a great analogy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, it's it's been. I say you got to see it. Yeah, Especially I mean, for sure. Especially if you've seen Deadpool One, yeah, you got to see it. Dave and Joe definitely give it two uh, samurai swords way up. Wow. <laughs> So did you plan that? <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, going into, you know, talking about all these characters with mutant powers is, you know, I asked you as we were driving home, like, hey, if you can have a mutant power, what would yours be? That and what was, did you say? That was, yeah, I, I really had to think about that one because, you know, when, when you asked me the same question about the about what Infinity Stone, I was like, ultimately, I, it was kind of between the Time Stone and the, and the Space Stone, but mm-hmm. I went with the Space Stone because I like the idea of being able to teleport anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was kind of cool. But I started thinking about mutants who have teleportation powers, and they really are not that 
honed. (laughs) They can only go someplace they know or someplace they've seen as opposed to, you know, across time and space. Uh, So I said, okay, teleportation is probably not the best one. I definitely would not want to be a a, a psionic or a psychic because those are the characters, even though they are the most powerful in the X-Men universe. They seem to have the most problems. They definitely do. Yes. I mean, (laughs) if you think about Xavier, Phoenix. Yeah. There's just uh, Jean Grey. Yeah. They're just, you you name it, they're, they're, they're all... They're all kinds of crazy. Um, <laughs> some of the powers, mutant powers, are more of a curse. So well, Wolverine kind of yeah. had its issues with yeah, his. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, you kind of gave me this idea, and I'm 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 going to agree. I would say uh, mutant power of 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 ultimate speed. I think mm-hmm. I think would be the one I would go with, kind of a la Quicksilver. Um, and, you well, know, Quicksilver, I feel like in the X Men franchise because it was so funny just seeing him as he's running through, and really everything's in slow mo. Yeah, and you just see him like, oh, he'll push that out of the way. Oh, he'll take this person and just kind of shove him <laughs> a little bit. Oh, that's a bad guy. I'm gonna. Uh, throw his arm around so it looks like he's about to throw a fist, his own fist <laughs> yep. on himself. And that was cool, but obviously I would not want to be Quicksilver in Avengers because he, he dies. Well, you know, yeah, you, you, can't, you can't get him for that. He can't, he can't outrun a bullet. Right. Um, but, well, oh, you can if, well, just, if, if you didn't see it coming. Oh, spoilers, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I, no, I, I would say that type of speed where the entire world slows down and you can just kind of do everything because, man, I can get so much done. Right. <laughs> you know? So I, I like that idea. How about you, Joe? What, what mutant ha- power would you be? I have to say Mystique because the ability to transport shape shift and not just shape shift but you know basically you're taking on that person's mentality intelligence and you can pretty much do anything that that person that you shape shifted to can do well i don't think she could take over other people's powers can she uh i no i think at one point doesn't she shift shape shift into wolverine and had his claws yeah the claws though were well, even though he had the bone claws, it's really more the healing factor. I, I, you know what? Anyway, I'm not. I'm not the X Men fan as much as you are. You actually were into X Men way before I was. I watched so. the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And so you at, at the least time, Rogue was my favorite character uh-huh. um, in the cartoons. But then I kind of thought about it watching the first X Men and realizing it's a power, but it's also a curse because she could not have skin to skin contact yep. with anybody without absorbing their powers. And it's like, wow. That kind of sucks. Yeah, they did a good job explaining those in in, in the movies. Um, we were talking about like, do we like the 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 original X Men franchise? Do we like the the Wolverine Breakout franchise, or do we like the new class? New class, for you were, sure. You're, yeah, you're definitely a big fan of the well, new class. My problem with the Wolverine uh, spinoffs is that again, they were so depressing. Just having this <laughs> character going around going, "I hate my life." Oh, let's save that person. I hate my life. I'm going to save this person, and I'm dead. As much as I love Hugh Jackman and I love Wolverine in, in all the movies, and he's done an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are definitely dark movies. Yes. I, you know, oddly enough, I liked uh, the the X-Men Origins Wolverine. You did. Because, and even though this was panned as like the worst X-Men movie ever made. Well, wasn't that what Deadpool made his first appearance? Kind of, yes. The it bad was Deadpool. Wade Wilson, um, <laughs> it, but he was playing a character called Samurai, and then he got changed in, well, again, spoilers, if you haven't seen X-Men Origins, uh, you know Wolverine. What? It's been out for a very, but, yeah, very long yeah, exactly. time. After 10 years, you're, you're I, pretty I, much free to, to talk me, about it. To me, it's almost like, give it a month. After yeah. a movie's released, and if you haven't seen it within a month, well, that's your darn fault. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and he made his appearance again as Weapon X, which was, um, which was, which was definitely kind of very Deadpool esque, and and again, 
I haven't been into the comics for as long as most people have, so I could probably get easily corrected on this one, but it all kind of fits into that Deadpool universe, but it's also kind of in the Wolverine universe, which Deadpool is kind of in the Wolverine. So it's, it's all X-Men. It's all related, but I like that movie, honestly, for the, for the other actors and characters that they brought in that were just so, I mean, will I am was, True. and he, I thought he did a really great job Who for knew? You know, can act. a rapper coming in and acting. It's, yeah. it, it was funny. Uh, you know, Charlie from lost <laughs> was another, it was just, it was, it was a great cast of characters that was just, again, kind of like X-Force, this, this rogue cast of characters that were brought together. And for, for some reason, I just found the movie very enjoyable. I, I do like the new class as much as the original X-Men was uh, revolutionary when it first came out. But to me, it was like another origin story. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and and they were fantastic. But it was something about it that they just got really, really cheesy. <laughs> you think so? Uh, the, the original X-Men, I just thought, you know, they, they, they definitely took the comic book Root and where the new class kind of took the more cinematic, uh, modern comic book route, which is hey, not every story is going to you know wrap up in a happy ending, or not every character is going to be extreme, they're all going to have dimensions and layers. So, like an onion, like an onion, <laughs> like an ogre. Right. Oh, that's awesome. Well, hey, Deadpool 2, like I said, definitely. Uh, if you're if, if you're into the franchise and you're into rated R comedy. Go see it. Yeah, definitely don't bring your kids. No. <laughs> like, you shouldn't have brought your kids to the first one, just saying. But, so many people did. <laughs> right? And you think, oh, it's a comic book movie. Oh, it's from Marvel. Kids can see it. Like, no, no, nope, no, no, nope, no, no. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, They do make ratings for a reason. Right. Yes, indeed. Well, um, okay, so that's our, I, I think we did a pretty good job, spoiler free. I'm um, pleased. Yeah, and if you have any comments about Deadpool or uh, pretty much anything, you can always go to thedisneychallenge.com and uh, underneath our podcast, you can leave us a comment there. We do moderate the comments, so not every single piece of spam gets up onto our website. Um, in fact, uh, thedisneychallenge.com, you can find out all things about not just the podcast, but the Disney Challenge itself. It's that time of year again. Time for the Disney Challenge. What is the Disney Challenge? Well, the Disney Challenge is a strategic team scavenger hunt trivia style event with a warped sense of humor. It happens twice a year, and our spring challenge is happening on Sunday, June 10th at Disneyland. Registration opens on April 27th and will close on May 25th. Go to thedisneychallenge.com for details on how to play, register a team, check out our past challenges, and get yourself ready for the 2018 Disney Challenge. Keep up to date with all things Disney Challenge by following the Disney Challenge on Facebook. Good luck, and we'll see you at the 2018 Disney Challenge. Which is coming up in three weeks now. Oh, it's getting so close. Oh, man. Have you finished writing the test up? Uh, I just finished the answer key. Actually, okay. Yeah. So the test, uh, the, the, I hate calling it a test. It's the challenge. So we're um, going to send it to the printers real yeah. soon. Well, uh, as soon as registration closes, which registration, uh, this podcast is going to probably drop on Sunday. Uh, the registration will be closing on Friday, May 25th. So if you're hearing this podcast, you still have less than a week to register. And uh, that's crunch time for registration. We, get we a always lot. get a yeah. lot of last yeah. minute teams. And from what I saw when we had a post on Facebook, there was a lot of people There's interested. A lot of people interested this year their friends, yep. like, hey, do we want to do this? So yep. if you're one of those people, you might want to get this assembled real yeah. soon. Yeah, exactly. Challengers assemble. <laughs> Challengers assemble. I like that. Hey, that could be a good theme. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, hey, we are doing a contest. 
Another we, one. Huh? Yeah, we decided um, our, our last contest went so well. We, we of course, you know, we really want this podcast to succeed. We want more people to hear it. And, and the way that that happens is is reviews on iTunes really, really help because then you get boosted up and you get to the new and noteworthy section and more people will get a chance to see you. There's a lot of people who go out and they search for Disney podcasts. But, and if you do that, you will find the Disney challenge. But honestly, um, we want more people to hear this. We want to we wanna get this out to everybody. And, and, and those of you who are listening, we love you. We appreciate it. And for those of you who have already left us comments and, and reviews you. on our website, we did a contest that if you leave us a, a review on iTunes, uh, we will um, pick a winner at random. And we decided, you know, we've got so many cool prizes um, just kind of hanging around. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff that we bought from the park, stuff that's left over from old Disney challenges that we could probably do a contest at least for a while, once a month. Mm. And uh, the way it's going to work is this, is if you leave us a new review on iTunes, you will be entered into the contest. And it's as simple as that. Um, we, uh, if, if you've already left us a review and have not won yet, <laughs> we've had one winner so far. Uh, but if you haven't won yet, you will be entered into the following month's contest. And we're going to let this one go all the way up until the last podcast we record in June. And we'll make an announcement right before that. We're recording but, another podcast? Well, sometime in, you know, between now and June, I'm sure we will. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have a few out. We're doing pretty good at these. Uh, but basically the end of June or maybe the, the first podcast we release in July. Okay. We'll, we'll announce a winner. And this month, uh, the June prize is going to be, what's it going to be, Johanna? It's going to be the Mike Wazowski Sipper Cup. Mike Wazowski! Mike Wazowski, yes. And if you've actually gotten your hands already on the Soli uh, popcorn bucket, they attach. Yep. So it's pretty. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. They go arm in arm. <laughs> it's it's so adorable. So leave us a review on iTunes. We appreciate it. And hey, win yourself a sipper cup. Hey, speaking of appreciation, um, um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. But maybe also, if you could share on Facebook or even on our the link to our website so other listeners can hear about our podcast too. That would be fantastic. And oh, we man. really appreciate we it. We would. If you've got friends who listen to podcasts, we would love to hear uh, or we'd love to see you share it and, and invite them along for this wonderful little journey that we're going mm-hmm. along. And uh, yeah, but uh, hey, aside from our website, thedisneychallenge.com, you can keep up to date on all things Disney Challenge and Disney Challenge podcast related on our Facebook page. Probably the most active community we have going on, even more so than the website itself. Who looks on websites anymore? I know, right? It's all about Facebook. Facebook and our Instagram. Facebook fan page, the Disney Challenge. Uh, if you go to our Instagram page, which is also the Disney Challenge, that is for all things dealing with the podcast. And then if you go to Twitter, we are at Disney Challenge. Pretty much everything from... Uh, Instagram and Facebook just gets repeated on Twitter and vice versa. But so in case for some reason you're not on Facebook or Instagram, you can look on Twitter. You can always find us on Twitter. And hey, we'd love to hear you on any of those platforms. So uh, do you have anything else left tonight, Joe? No. Why do you always say tonight? <laughs> it's right now, it's, 1240 p.m. It's, it's theater of the mind. It could be Saturday <laughs> night for all anybody knows. I'm going to have a beach ball. And every time you say tonight, I'm just going to throw the ball at you. I'm going to get hurt. <laughs> well, that's our show for this week. And uh, it's been a blast talking about Deadpool and talking to all of you. So for the Disney Challenge podcast, my name is Dave. My name is Johanna. And may your churros be warm, your pineapple dough whip be cold, and may your days be sprinkled with Disney magic. Good afternoon, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Blah, 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 blah. (coughs) That didn't help. That's going on the blooper reel. (laughs) Are you already recording? (laughs) Of 
course. It's oh. a count- Squirrel! Countdown to Dino Cat. <laughs> I did not realize you were recording. Yeah, I started early. I thought you were giving me a few seconds no, to warm up. No, I, I got to get that because your, your warm up is, is the stuff of Bluebird Legend. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying we need to get, a table here. I'm trying to get prepared for my butt to get numb again. Butt numb. And that's going in the blooper reel. Yep, lady and ge- ladies and gentlemen, my butt gets numb. Recording fun for you. The things we sacrificed. Butt numb. <laughs> okay, I got it. Ready? Sure. <laughs> Fail. No, I'm not. Hello and welcome to the Disney Challenge Podcast. The news, reviews, opinions, all things giz... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's not me. <laughs> Take dose. 